0: bed rivers presents jimmy ott's game time jimmy ott's game, game time. time what time is it game time. need an angle the ott fathers got you covered my
1: boy's wicked smart
0: jimmy ott's game time on 104.5 espn baton rouge
2: and maybe i'll be ever in your favor
0: now here's jimmy ott bingo i got action
1: Yes, indeed. We got action tonight. Uh, Jimmy Odd along with Mike Delacano. We're at Mike Anderson's this evening. It's oyster night every Tuesday. That means half off uh oysters on a half shell, half off raw oysters on a half shell every Tuesday night from five to nine. Cabo San Lucas Shane <laughs> is uh, is back. So uh he is uh rested and tanned and you know doing his thing, his uh, his routine behind the uh, bar. So Chicky, uh, Chicky is here as well. That's right. So, the whole crew is here, getting uh, ready for a little uh, hockey. Oh gosh, I have not heard anything from um, from our guy Colucci today. So I will, um, I will uh, text uh, Randy McKay, uh, see what he has tonight. Um, And uh, got uh, two close ones tonight, Mike. So the, the NBA is just. We cannot get. We can't get. We can't get a close game. No. A close game. We can't get a competitive game past the first quarter.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. What's the line tonight?
1: Um, one. Dallas is one. Okay. And you know the million dollar question: Do you? Do you? Uh, does? We've seen Golden State do this before, when they were more threatened than this series. And uh, you know completely punt on a game, game five, and force a game six in uh, in, uh, in San Francisco, and I mean you uh, if they did it then, I mean they would they could do it uh, they could do it here for sure. but something tells me that weird things motivate professional athletes, weird things motivate these guys. I think they got tired of hearing about it. They don't want to hear about it again when they were down 55 points. And the um, and the end game was 48-and-a-half uh, against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. And I think, um, I don't know, something tells me that this is a defeated team uh, in uh, in Dallas and maybe they will take care of business. They can certainly – this is one where, do you take Dallas in the first quarter or first half? We did that in game three. Yeah, Looked great for a while. Well, didn't work out. At the end, uh, Golden State ran, uh, you know, ran out and, uh, and barely grabbed the lead uh, at halftime. So we got that going on. I've got uh, early on. I've got some other picks in uh, baseball as well. The Boston Red Sox go at uh, seven o'clock. Uh, so um, we got we got that. Some early games that we have here. Uh, Colorado, we are on. That is no score in the bottom of the second, so that is an in-game opportunity uh, for you right now. Cubbies already on top of the Reds, uh, three to nothing uh, uh, in the bottom of the first. Uh, Reds trying to get back a couple with runners at the corners and only one down. Marlins Rays, fantastic pitching matchup right there with uh, Lopez and McClanahan, uh, one to nothing Rays. Uh, Marlins have something going in the top of the second. I'm going Baltimore. The Yankees, the Yankees bullpen is is breaking down. Uh, Chapman uh, is is starting to struggle. Uh, they started using him outside of a closer role, uh, and he struggled. And he is um, now on the IL. The, uh, the now the IR. Now it's the IL, and he is one of three relievers. Green is inactive. Uh, I think it's a Los Angeles, Los I Los, Los, forget, um, but they they they're getting banged up, and that, that bullpen is not quite what it was. Um, this Orioles pitching staff, this is a this is a, a, a sort of an even pitching matchup. Orioles are hot a little bit. Uh, one three or four against Tampa Bay in uh, the Yankees, and that's a monster price uh, coming back two twenty uh, on that one. Uh, twins, uh, Twins and Tigers, Tigers might be worth a swing. At a monster price as well. Both the Yankees and the Twins are 250, and I expect competitive games. Uh, we got, uh, we did find it before the first pitch. I apologize for some who sort of submitted their bet and then they we it was too late once they found out, and we let them know at the top of the. Uh, but McKenzie way tougher than Plezac. Now Plezac is gone tonight for the uh, the Guardians. We're going to take an Astros Diamondbacks. I actually took a uh, 26 to one. Uh, shot on the Diamondbacks starter tonight Zach Gallen who leads the league in ERA 26 to 1 for the uh, Cy Young the National League Cy Young his whip is .71 as well that's top 3 also he's pitching against the Kansas City Royals Lola, favors parlay comeback plus a dollar 19 at um, at Bet Rivers, so, Jimmy,
3: you got paid on your Jokic M.V.P. bet. You got <laughs> yes. Okay. I, <laughs> just want to make sure.
1: Two days before <laughs> the NBA announced it.
3: Okay. Just want to make sure. So
1: Woj, Woj did something right. He's been he's been swinging and missing a little bit. His 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 ridiculous take on what's happening in sports gambling is causing poor relationships between. Uh, the fans and professional athletes, and he mentioned the Kyrie, uh, Boston Celtic, uh, Boston uh, the game one. You Massachusetts does not have legalized gambling. Oh, by the way, you okay. know not, just small detail. Yeah, I mean just you know, he you know, was going on. And look, all the people on the staff were like, "Well, now that you have sports gambling, and say that you, in ha- and, and, and this guy who's got." You know, so and so to score. You know, Kyrie Irving to score over t- ten points in the second quarter. What's the max you can get down on that as well? And look, the same way. Yeah, yeah, they're all shaking their heads. Like it was. You have enough programming. You're gonna have shenanigans. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't want to sit back and cherry pick uh, the, the ridiculous. But stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Kirk Street's not a, a scoop guy. Okay, he tried to scoop one time. Les Miles uh, to Tennessee blew up in his face. He shut it down. Woj is a scoop guy. Don't ask him other narratives. Keep Schefter, scoop guy. Uh, he's a filibuster. When you ask him about anything else, stay in your
3: lane. Les Miles to Michigan. They were playing Tennessee. There you go. There you go. Got, there you go. I need the, to stay in my lane. I'm the corrector.
1: <laughs> I tried to pick uh, hockey on my own. About a week ago. I did get it last night, though, at uh, Tampa Bay. Got two competitive games. My buddy Randy McKay does like Calgary to bounce back against Edmonton tonight, so we will see. Uh, the only thing I can offer there is Colucci, Roscoe has Colucci entering the NHL playoffs. Give me a couple of hot goalies that may go on a run here. And and uh, the, the Calgary goalie was one did outstanding in the seven-game series against Dallas. I think he gave up less than two goals a game, Okay. This series, he's given up uh, six goals a game. So well, he had Calgary
3: to win it all, right?
1: I do too. Yeah, and yes, okay, he yeah. did too. Yeah. So we still got a chance, but a crit- critical game tonight, Edmonton. That is later tonight. I'll get a new feature too. We start tonight, and we will go all the way through the end of the college world series. Hanny's heat. Hanny is uh, five and one this season on college baseball. Yeah, five and one. And so the one loss was a very tough one, an extra inning loss uh, by Arkansas at home to Vanderbilt. Tough, tough loss. All of his, he gave us on Ole Miss on uh, on uh, on Friday uh, against uh, Texas A&M. The pitching matchup is the only one he had. Alabama earlier today in that pitching matchup, and uh, so Hanny's Heat. He'll be with us. I'll let you know. He's got Vanderbilt. Tonight, Vanderbilt tonight uh, in their game. They are in a weather delay. Yeah, again. they're
3: way behind. That's what I was going to th- say. They might not. They
1: may not play. No, do so. they?
3: Uh, can they not finish this tournament, or is this a tournament that has to be finished?
1: No, I would. I would think they would. They would shorten it because it uh, they, like they, go, they would go. They would go seven inning games. Oh. Okay. Um, just to, but no, they, no, they can shorten it. Okay. They can shorten it. There is an automatic bid. They have to have a winner.
3: Okay, they have to have a win. I mean,
1: even if they flip a coin. Okay. I mean, if you know, I mean. I got
3: you. No, I was curious because so, it looks like they're off to a, a, a bad, slow start. I mean,
1: it, it it is just like it is just like the uh, the, the basketball tournament where the uh, the winner's an automatic qualifier. Yeah. So now, ninety nine times I won't say that. Maybe say nineteen times out of twenty, the team that gets to the finals is both teams get to the finals are getting bids in this league.
3: Yeah.
0: from Mike Anderson Seafood, Bet Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All
1: right, we're back over here at Mike Anderson's Jimmy Ott's Game Time presented by Bet Rivers. Again, a uh, little technical uh, difficulties, but Mike, we were talking about the PGA yeah. and uh, how Max did a great job of early in the week identifying. Now, the weather forecast did cooperate. You know how that goes. Sometimes it doesn't, but the very odd weather forecast where it wasn't just on Thursday, you know, the afternoon crew was going to be at a disadvantage. Like that usually is the case when the wind picks up or the course tries out on some very fast greens and stuff like that, like at right. Augusta, and then the Friday the advantage will be flip-flopped, but no, the yeah. forecast called for the wind to come midday on Thursday and to depart on midday Friday, which was brutal for guys like yeah. Rom and Scheffler, yeah. but somehow Thomas got through it at three under for the first two yeah, rounds and, it, it laid, and, it, and stayed close enough. It
3: lay down Friday afternoon, and uh, you were able to, it looked like a different tournament. In fact, um, you know, I have a saying, Jimmy, that uh, you have a lot of sayings, but one of them I like to say is sometimes you get what you want. And uh, Tiger Woods caught this favorable wind pattern, and he was able to make the cut probably because of that. And I guarantee you about midway through his round on Saturday, he was pro- probably wishing he wouldn't have made it because he, he he was embarrassed and he didn't know what to do, really. It was really painful watching. But But the theme was early on that these young guys – you know, yet you everybody 25 or so is your leaders, 25 years of age. Yeah. And Justin Thomas is only 29 years old, but they're talking about him like he's this this wily veteran, which he is kind of, cons- because there's just so many good young players now. So, the theme of the show, the theme of the tournament, early on was that the yeah, the, all these young guys getting ready to make their move, and then they kind of came backwards, and Justin Thomas, who has been around, you know, kind of a guy that most people would have thought would have won more majors. It's just tough to kind of time out and he steps up and gets a second major, uh, you know, with a strong finish, you know, on a course that was just really tough. I mean, it was really a tough course because if you take away those, those Friday afternoon scores, this, this tournament is just brutal on how bad the scores are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. It was, um, well, uh, Wes Reynolds, one of our guys. Now he was the only one. He comes on uh, Wednesdays at 6:30. It was the first guy he mentioned was Justin Thomas, so he yeah, did have JT. Yeah. I know he did win it. But uh, he was, you know, uh, Jeff, Jeff Sealy. He mentioned Mito Pereira.
3: Really? Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: indeed. Yes, indeed. I can show it uh, down here. And I, wow. I went. I listed everybody's uh, picks. But the uh, Cudmaker podcast, uh, Jeff Sealy, he did. Um, he did have Mito Pereira. And uh, boy, would you think. About the decision uh, to, to go for driver there, well, um, Max tried to tried to build an argument for what he was doing, saying if he if, if he hits it uh, the three wood he's that far right, it's going to go into water anyway. But, yeah, yeah. Well, um, the thing
3: is, it's, a, and maybe it was not the a three wood
1: a three wood layup is not a, a guaranteed par. Exactly. That's, that's what hole. I
3: was. That's where that's where I was going because it was the toughest hole in the course anyway. In fact, in the in the uh, playoff. Justin Thomas was just a few feet away from the water. Yep. And uh, so, anyway, it was just a tough hole, and I'm I'm not going to second-guess him.
1: Matt, are you there, buddy? Okay, he dropped. Uh, we'll get him back. Uh, let's run this up. Uh, bite. Uh, here's Aaron running. Uh, he did get out, give out an MLB pick, so he's on with us every Tuesday. Follow me on Twitter. to uh, We drop, uh, drop it at, uh, in the early afternoon every day. But he's got an MLB pick in uh, Anaheim uh, or Los Angeles Angels and Texas. Well, uh, I got the Texas Rangers, plus uh, about similar price here uh, with Dunning, kind of the ground ball, uh, neutralized some of the Angels' power. Uh, in this lineup but this is more of a bet uh, against Syndergaard here uh, for the Angels I've gone against him just about every start Uh, I don't think he made it out of the first inning it's the same pitching matchup as last week here Uh, I don't think he made it out of the first inning last night against Texas his stuff is just so diminished and he actually pitched pretty well uh, to start the year but you know here's a guy that used to throw in 100 miles an hour. Now he's down to 93, 94. Uh, I mean, he's down a good five miles an hour pre-surgery here. All right, so, in, uh, yeah, and Syndergaard really finally timed out on him uh, last time as he got hit really hard. It was against these same Texas Rangers as well on a Monday night, eight nights ago, uh, Angels with that hot hitting, you know, Otani and um, – and, and and trout and uh, and I forget the guy who's it, it, hitting like three eighty five who's leading off, but they all got hits, they all scored. It was three nothing. Here we go again. They were red hot over the weekend, and well, Cindergard gave up six. Mm-hmm. He didn't get out the first, yeah. so uh, here we go again against the same lineup at a big price. At a big price in Anaheim. All right, do we have Matt Humans now, Michael? All right, Matt, how you doing, buddy? I am not hearing him uh Michael so Okay Matt uh, let us know just just holler if you know Hello. if we can Hello. There you go Matt we can hear you now can you hear us So we can hear them but they cannot hear us so um let's just uh this is a drop uh, drop Matt we'll uh, we'll try and revisit later if we can get some help uh, from the engineering so uh, contact Bo and let him know what's going on Michael if you could so as we continue Jimmy uh, we yeah, yeah uh, Matt can you hear us now Jimmy yep uh, we can hear Matt but uh, Michael he cannot hear us so we'll try and reconnect later if we can but uh, please drop him, and uh, we'll move on so um You've been watching the NBA
3: playoffs? Not, not, not as much lately. Not as much lately. I just, um, it's, you know, it's, you know, Golden State is what they're doing right now. I'm assuming, you know, they've probably got to be the favorite, even though I, I, I think Boston will, 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 win it all. And what it's kind of exposing is just, you know, when, when you, when you can shoot, and that's what it's boiling down to. Don't get me wrong. that's, that's great. But I just don't enjoy that as much, Jimmy. I, I like kind of a little bit more to basketball than that. And I just not, uh, you know, Golden State is the best shooting team there's been the last eight years or whatever. One of the best shooting teams in history. And I know Clay, Thomas, uh, Clay uh, Thompson. Thompson has been uh, off and on, but looks like he's getting healthy. And then when you put all these shooters together... It's just, uh, okay. you know, it looks like it's going to be their deal. One, two, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of pulling for the defense. And when I watch a game like that, I kind of, you know, I'm kind of looking for more physical, look little more defense and things like that. Even though the playoffs are a lot different than the regular season, and I do enjoy, enjoy more. But uh, this is what I think is uh, the game is going, and it's going to keep going and going and going. The— um Golden
1: State and Troy Macker told us that they were the public team. Gotcha. Yeah, and now, but they they didn't, you know, they won. Um, they won four two, in in the Memphis series. But Memphis covered the first four out of five. Okay. So now they covered the last one, and they were not. Uh, and I had them kind of got lucky. They ran off late, but for a big part of that game, uh, Golden State, Memphis looked like they were. Memphis catching like seven eight points and had the lead in the fourth quarter. All right and i mean this game was a 50-50 game coming out to the end and then they just kind of they had the steal the breakaway and the golden state is capable of going on those the on streaks, those runs the streaks, yeah. i mean they put the balls down too and so uh and, and and teams have teams have problems especially at their building of trying to uh, you know trying to stop those type of runs but now they've covered four in a row and troy said before these last two covers that on um, on Saturday night, uh, I'm sorry, Sunday night, and Friday night, that he told us on Friday afternoon. No, they're big time public. There's not a bigger public team, both in the games and also for the futures. you now lay in money as much as uh, a yeah. dollar anywhere from a dollar forty-five to a dollar fifty-five for them to win the title. Um, uh, Boston is is. You know,
3: Boston's got a very good all-around team, but Golden State does play good team ball. They just—it's just based on a shooting concept. And Dallas, Dallas uh, plays too much man, just one-on-one type basketball. Spread the court and go one-on-one, kind of like the old Houston Rockets did when Harden was there. So I do like the way the fact that uh, the way Golden State does play team ball, but it's just uh, such a shooting, such a shooting team. If they're hitting, you can't beat them. If they're hitting. You can't beat
1: them. Um, I don't know if they played a defensive team like Boston, though. Yeah, that's, and, I agree. And or, they don't play a lot, the heat okay, can, because they're in opposite conferences. You're right, you're right. But they do give them problems. Yes. No, no. When, when they have played them. Regular season, for what that's worth, it's a different game. I get it. But Boston can be a smothering defense. No, no. I'm
3: going to pull for Boston or Miami against Golden State, even though I, I like the Golden State players. I just I'm just pulling for a different style of play. If
1: they can defeat. Have you ever seen Kevin Durant have the struggles that he has? No, you're right. Okay, so I'm sticking with my. Now, I did hedge on one today, and it's my Peyton Manning Lifetime Achievement Award going into the Super Bowl against the Bears. The Colts win it. Nobody else is getting it. Nobody else is getting it but Peyton Manning. A very right. average game, right? The two running backs could have easily gotten it. The guy who had the pick six, if he has another pick in a game, you know, I mean, that's not out of the question. Rex Grossman's in a ball game. um, <laughs> you know, he could have, but I mean, there was one busted coverage he had, Reggie Wayne, that was it, and it was it. Now, the coverage that that um, Lovey Smith uh, employed was trying to get him to. To force the ball deep. I mean, they were just—they were daring them to run. They were light in the box. They were heavy in coverage, and so their running game was not that great. But a die in was it uh, Rhodes? Yeah, uh, very good. Yeah. And uh, so they—they—they they, they could have been co-MVPs, right. but no, no, because Peyton Manning had won so many awards, he won so many games. Here was going to be a build-up. Steph Curry—they're looking for how many—how uh, many titles will this be for the yeah. Warriors?
3: Uh, I think it's going to be the third, the fourth, fourth.
1: How many M- uh, ser- uh, finals MVPs does he have? I'm assuming all of them, huh? Zero. Really? Durant got one. Yeah. Durant? I can And remember. Andre Iguodala. Yeah, I- Iguodala did get one. Good point.
3: So. So Steph is going to get it. Mike. No, you're right. I mean, so no, no, they, they, I found, they predecide something like that. Well, I mean, Rod Martin. Rod Martin one time had three interceptions. Jim. He got it,
1: uh, and he didn't get it. Or oh, no, Jim, he got. No, he did get it. Jim Plunkett
3: got it. No, Rod Martin got it. No, Jim Pluckett got it. He didn't get the uh-uh. Jim Plunkett got it. He got my vote. Three 300- years. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a big comeback story. And what you just said, same thing what you just said about Peyton.
1: And and he was the MVP probably of the, yeah, the, the comeback, the story. Mm-hmm. Is that, no, no, but look, come on. Ste- we're not comparing Jim Plunkett to Steph Curry and Peyton Manning's no, career. No, no, I'm building just up. using it, but
3: it was a big but, story. But it, the point is, if they if they want somebody to do get something. Yeah.
1: Well, the uh, Plunkett had a good game. He had a couple of long touchdowns, yeah. Kenny King, and I think it was uh, Branch uh, in that game, yeah. maybe Blitnikoff as well. Uh, and they were underdogs in that game. They were the first wild card to – I think, get to the uh, the Super Bowl and much less win it uh, back in that day when they had to go to San Diego and beat them. They had to go to Cleveland and intercept the ball in the end when they had a field goal to tie it, the whole bit. Um, but it's just, if you're getting, so getting you get? even money to plus 125. So I shopped and got plus 125 on Steph Curry to be the finals MVP.
3: That's amazing that you can. That's amazing that you can bet that. If that. Is it a no bet if they don't make it? No, it's not. You lose. Oh, you lose. You lose. No, no, you lose. No, no, no. I no. mean, they're going to make it. I'm just, they're going to, I mean, it's never happened before ever. So, so instead
1: of taking a hedge at, so I got Boston in a series plus 450, I, that's my whole thing. I mean, part of it is a buildup. And you just said, you, you said all of them. No, he's going to because the storyline. If the if the Warriors win it again, and the media loves storylines, the media story is voting on this. You have to get, forget what's right or what's wrong. But let's face it: if they win their fourth title, uh, one without uh, KD, one with him, uh, a couple with him, and then one after he left, it's, well, Steph Curry's the main. He's the guy. Yeah, yeah sure. He he's the first one in, 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 in Springfield. He is maybe, you know, the top fifty player or whatever it is or I mean he's the guy. There's no doubt. And so to to have four different titles and he's not a finals MVP. And Andre Iguodala's is in there. No, I mean this is a this is this is slam dunk. Yeah. No This is a slam. That's a pretty dunk.
3: good. Pretty good logic there.
1: Thank you, Mike. We do have Matt Eumann's picks. Uh, Sam Burns is one of them. Uh, how's he feeling coming into the uh, the Charles Schwab this weekend?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Dallas is close, so all the Texas. He's he stays in Ruston. He's from Shreveport. They, you know, they're they're real comfortable in that area, so that's why he's playing. I'm sure, he'll take some time off. and uh, they always look the families. They have family there in Texas, so it's a big deal. Um, you know, a lot of people pick Spieth and Scheffler when they're playing there. Uh, in this area. They're from there, so you have a lot, and then you know you have all the Koreans that live there. K.H. Lee has won the, t- the other tournament in Dallas. He's won it the last two years in a row, so you kind of get a- people that are comfortable and at home being there in the Dallas area. So this, I think this one's actually in Fort Worth, I think, but it's all in that Dallas area. Alright, uh, so uh,
1: anyway, we got uh, got that going. Let me see his other picks. <sighs> his other picks, uh, Willie Zapp, at- Zalatoris and, and I heard
3: yeah, he did. He took Zalatoris.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't. He doesn't think he's going to win, but he does not want to be. We, you know, he does not want. He's going to throw him in there at twenty three to one.
3: Okay, because I mean that's a lot to come back from. That's a lot of him. Too much. Too <laughs> yeah, much. I agree. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm surprised. Matt doesn't usually take somebody like that.
1: He's not going to let this guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's.
3: he's not- I mean, he's not going to let him win and not have no, him. It's not,
1: it's not happening. He's okay. going to have him. He's going to have yeah, him for, for quite some time. Uh, Sam Burns at 30 to 1. Um, Abraham Answer, who had a great a, finish. It was right uh, him. Woodland uh, here. Lucas Herbert, who beat me. That was one of my biggest bets. I lost that one. Cam Smith, top Aussie, plus 175. I couldn't believe that price. Well, I lost Lucas Herbert. Remember on Thursday? Yeah. It's flying across the uh, 17. It hits the pole square. Very similar to Scheffler's shot in the Masters, okay. where it hits the pole square and, and it drops in. Thank you, Lucas Herbert. Uh, and so he also likes uh, the Brewers and Giants later Ty Cameron Burns, a short price at minus a dollar, minus a dollar thirty-five uh, at San Diego uh, tonight. San Diego is one of the real stories of uh, the early season in, uh, in MLB right now chad reynolds the legacy title for all of your real estate closings 296 So, full service t- uh, full service title company surfacing all of south louisiana fast friendly professional service is what you get every time you call two nine six double zero six zero. again the original location off of sherwood between corsi and airline corner of perkins and segan highway 42 in prairieville and now in lafayette in river ranch buying building refinancing nobody chooses but you Choose Chad Reynolds in legacy title, 296-0060. Game time presented by Bet Rivers. Look at the scoreboard, some of the early developments, of Rangers and uh, in Carolina. Carolina get a road victory. The home team in the Carolina games and the playoffs uh, so far, 10-0. Can they get a, a road victory in game four in Madison Square Garden? We're at, uh, Mike Anderson's on a Tuesday. Game time presented by Bett Rivers on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.
0: From Mike Anderson Seafood, Bed Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.
1: You think there's some trends in the NBA and NHL playoffs? Boston last night in a bounce-back spot. Mm -hmm. They fell behind 1-0 in the Milwaukee series. Tied it up 1-1. Fell behind 2-1. Tied it up 2-2. Fell behind 3-2. Tied it up 3-3. This series fell behind 1-0. Tied it up, 1-1. Come on, 2-1. Tied it up, 2-2. 5-0 in bounce-back spots. And now the Rangers in Carolina, um, Rangers are the home team. Home team trying to go 11-0 in games involving the Carolina Hurricanes. Rangers score 1-0. The 11th is uh, right there and off to a good start. Also, um, no score still top of the fourth Rockies and Pirates, uh, Cubs and Reds. Uh, now the, uh, Cubbies were up three nothing. Now it's three to two. Reds answer with two in the bottom of the first. They're batting now in the bottom of the second. Uh, Lopez, uh, in, uh, Tampa Bay. Over the Marlins, two to nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Nationals and Dodgers tied up at two apiece. Dodgers got two in the top of the first. Nationals got two in the bottom, still batting with one on and one out. The Yankees with a run lead one to nothing in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, Mike, you you are unable. You kind of we kind of caught midstream with the Nick Saban whining and Jimbo Fisher lying back and (laughs) forth, and you know that kind of lit a little bit of a torch with the. um, with the uh, the things you're gonna but you, you wanted to weigh in on. well it i
3: mean bit. i i know y'all have talked about it i'm not sure exactly what everybody said but i was i was very surprised because you know they use the word coaching fraternity and it really that's really a good definition i mean there's there's more nepotism in college and nfl coaching than probably any other profession uh, i mean you have you know one time I, I there was somebody that i knew was a scout and i was looking him up or whatever and, and, and I started looking at scouts, I mean, the names, the nep- you know, the, the relatives of the other coaches, and it's just they just have this relationship. And I was very surprised Saban did that. I mean, I know, you know it was obviously true, and, you know, we know that he's doing the same thing, but it was very surprising that he did that. And then came my favorite part of the whole deal, when for some reason, I guess he realizes he said something he probably wishes he could have taken back, but to go forward, and he brings Jackson State into it, and Deion Sanders, which is I found hilarious. I mean, you know, they bought one, they got one player, and he's gonna he's gonna target them. They got one player, and I just found that amusing. And you know, Jimmy, my overall, now that the dust has settled on this, I was one of these guys that that thought Saban was gonna coach, you know, another ten years because. I don't think he can function in society, really, if he's not coaching. I think he was just – that's all he really knows. And, I, you know, people, when's he going to step down? But I think after this, the fact that it was so bizarre and surprising. This I will think, speed I, it up a little bit? I think it will speed it up a good bit. Well, the bit. NIL deal,
1: he can, he can master it if he wants it. And he's been very good at evolving. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. stylistically, on the field, yeah. or just, you know, kind of – the, the, the re- as a recruiter, I think he's evolved a lot well, you know yeah. I mean the, well, it's, it, it, the yeah. game is constantly changing right, right. No, no. and now it's a massive change and well he, he had it he had it I mean it was on cruise control
3: yeah I mean right.
1: he, he he didn't recruit anymore he selected right and you know okay you know you, you, okay you got your top 50 list. well he's not going through all 50. You know, they, he's not going to have to get into the 60s on his list. It's just not going to happen. I mean, he's got guys coming from Hawaii to San Francisco to California yeah. to come to Tuscaloosa, Alabama to play. Right. Okay, so that, that that's it, it was on cruise control. It made me, at this point, I mean, a little bit like a, a Sean Payton. Look, a little body blows on the Evolution, and now this one. And, well, we knew this was coming as far as just the – Hey yeah, you know, come to my come to my car dealership. Yeah. You know, come uh, take a picture with the car. We are gonna give you a car as while you're here for for twelve months. Um, and also we're gonna give you a hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. You know for you know, you just all you gotta do is come Saturday for yeah. uh, you're gonna eat we're gonna feed you too. So <laughs> bring bring your family bring whoever you want. Yeah. But gonna take a few snapshots of you. May ask you to say something. And who are you to tell me I that there's I the the value is not there. There's people that overspend in endorsements all the time. Uh-huh. People that underspend all the time. So we thought that that was going to be the thing But those son of a guns in Texas, in College Station, they're hungry. We've seen it with their – we've seen it from the first media days that they were there. Yeah. Missouri had the coach and his two players. A&M basically had 20 staffers. I mean, they had, they had media guys. They had Lucci and his crew from techsags.com. I mean, they are all in. Well, why? Those son of a guns from Austin—they got—they got something on them, and they and they gonna make the best of it. And so they built Kyle Field to the sky. Yeah, it's only seventy, seventy-five thousand when yeah. they first got in the SEC. They've got um, you know, an op center as big as everybody, and they're doubling it, another wing to it. It's just they cannot spend. They're hungry as hell, and there is money. Yes. Yeah. And then there's willing to spend money, right. and they want a freaking winner. That's, and they're 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 threatening. Can they get it together? Can they get the W's on the field? But they are building the army up and building the arms yeah. and the resources to where they're gonna have a shot. Right. And, and and so you know, Clemson's whining about it because Clemson don't have that kind of money. <laughs> so not, so not the game is changing do. on Clemson yeah. to their their fault. It's going this way. For teams like A and M and finally gotten off the money. They've always had it, but it's never been willing money. Right. And so they they different now, mindset, different mindset out there. By the way, did you see the pit receiver?
3: Well, I mean, I saw they transferred. Yeah, and
1: he transferred. His f- entire family shows up to clean out his locker and USC gear, including the kid.
3: Really? I mean, really? I, I didn't see
1: that. I didn't see that. Uh, well, I'm. I'm reporting. Okay, no, I believe. That's that's how how yeah. freaking tacky is that? Yeah, and I how mean, low? I mean,
3: well, Jimmy, it's just, should, it's just shouldn't never you, shouldn't
1: you shouldn't you have a little bit of a thanks? No, Say, no. hey, look, I'm just going to a higher profile program. I can't, y'all couldn't do anything more for me. That kind of deal. thanks for giving me this
3: platform I, to show my skills. I agree. Can can it be a little bit more like that? No. <laughs> And then uh, it's just – and then now anything with A&M in Alabama is going to be magnified. So today, yeah, the quarterback commitment from A&M switches commitment to Alabama. It's the guy from Zachary. Yeah, Eli Holston. Holstein. Holstein, Holstein, just to give more of a background, uh, is at Zachary because he would have been a backup to Walker Howard. Yeah, his his, his older brother played for St. Thomas More before Walker. Right, so they moved to Zachary so he could play and – you know, I don't know what, what's Ethan, up with it, that.
1: Henry Hayes, coach their youth basketball team. Ethan played with him. Okay. So I mean, he's he's a good athlete. Yeah. He's a yeah. very good athlete. He's not just a you know a thrower. I mean, he's a he's. But a good it's athlete.
3: interesting that he switched, especially with a And M supposedly with this momentum. And then he switched. Bama's Bama. No, I'm I'm not saying anything about the switch. I just bringing it up uh, that it's interesting with all this other stuff going on. With what do you mean? With all this Saban. Saving Jimbo stuff going on. Oh well, but I mean, but still, I mean, you know, the first thing people are wondering if what's Alabama offering. That's what people are saying. He, he's no. going. He's going to get. He's going to get his chunk.
1: <laughs> there ain't no doubt about it. Saban was the one to brag about in the first place when Bryce Young was Bryce at a Young million first and he had never, played, never played a game they or started, started a game started yet. A
3: game. Right, right.
1: I mean, he's the one. He won. Mike. Even as sharp as Saban is with the media, and he's it, all he does his things for purposes, they're purposes, and he doesn't care whose feelings get hurt or what player or what journalist is in the way, and he's if he he uses it as a vehicle to get his message across or whatever. I don't think even in this one, he would realize that this thing in front of all boosters yeah. that they were going to leak it out.
3: Maybe that's you think so because that make that would make sense to me, because he try, he. He definitely was calling, trying to call Jimbo and Dion Sanders, and Jimbo didn't take the calls. I don't know if Dion did or not. No,
1: no, no. Dion, Dion said, "No, it don't work like that. You can't, you can't call me out publicly and apologize privately." Yeah. <laughs> well, Nikki always wants it on his way. No, no, and 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 what happened was, so when either. you when you say if we flat we flat out, you know, we paid the players. Which, if they didn't pay them, they promised the payments once they got there. Right, right. Okay, and so. Um, but Jimbo fired back and basically, and and that's the gentleman's agreement, as yeah. far as statement. it. And that's the thing where they said it was always in the coaching, uh, the coaching profession. Go there, learn as much as you can. Get the hell out two years ago. Go run you ragged. Yeah. Go yeah. treat you like crap. Okay. <laughs> you know the the coaching meetings. You don't speak. You get spoken to. You don't. You, 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 your assistants don't get the chance to meet the media at bowl week. I mean, so they don't promote themselves, and he's just – and the biggest thing is the off-season hours are the same as the regulars as the during the season. Right. And that's the one break, that's the one exhale you have as a family. Yeah, it's, and so, it's tough. So he, he treats everybody like he just has a general disrespect for everybody he deals with, unless you can use them, unless it's his mama of a five-star recruit. Right. <laughs> you know, so our handler of a five-star recruit and stuff like I, that. Yeah,
3: so it's – uh. Deion said, "We don't have a million dollars." But he said they paid. He said they paid him a million dollars. <laughs> I mean, why would you, Jackson State one player? What's one player going to do for Jackson State?
1: Uh, it, it brings it brings no. Up. I, understand. It, it brings up attention. I understand. I, it's, I it, understand. It's it was the same thing that Deion's done for Jackson I State. Know, yeah, you already have. And and I, just, and I
3: just found that part absolutely hilarious. To, to, to bring that part like up.
1: he's threatened by Jackson State. Like
3: like, like they're threatened. He recruited the guy and he went to Jackson State.
1: Well, he he wanted him. I uh, know he did. A lot of people. Well, did. I mean, he, he I mean, he he's won, this guy, you know, poor, pitiful Alabama. The over unders eleven and a half games. I just don't know how they're going to survive. Yeah. with with the new NIL, without A and M <laughs> doing what they're doing, I just don't know how they're going to how they're going to uh, manage. Game time presented by Bet Rivers. Don't forget our friends at the Cook Hotel and Conference Center at LSU. 383-COOK, that's two two five three eight three 383 cook for reservations. Or you can look them up online at thecookhotel.com. Celebrating their 20-year anniversary, nothing like staying on campus at the Cook Hotel. All the amenities of a full-service uh, hotel pool fitness center on site but you also have access to the uh, student rec center which is just steps away as well if you want to do that so go for a walk or run on the lakes in the morning through campus great uh, great place to stay nothing like staying on campus at the cook hotel and conference center at lsu game time presented by bet rivers from mike anderson's on 104.5 espn baton rouge
0: Live from Mike Anderson Seafood, Bed Rivers presents Jimmy Ott's Game Time on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge. All right,
1: I think our, uh, Engineer Bo Wegman has been working with our uh, our producer, Michael Patel, to make sure we get the phone lines working. We'll see. Maddie, how was Hawaii?
2: Uh, how about Jimmy Ott right there throwing out names, blaming people for things that are going wrong? <laughs> I didn't do that. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, you come in here and kick this, hand, Paul. Don't you start, Humans? <laughs> we had a, we had a multiple choice, Mike and I, during the break. Is Matt Humans? Mike said you're on deck at a softball game. You were on deck. Okay. I said, uh, no, you're uh, you're about to uh, you're on the start, you understand know, you the the, the tea box uh, with a uh, or in the drive-through at Tortullo's or whatever. <laughs> what what is that one you really like?
2: Portillo's is the uh, Chicago fast food place for Chicago dogs, Italian beef. Portillo's is outstanding. But, no, they don't have those in Vegas. So you were both wrong. Um, I am actually walking into the Westgate Superbook, about to meet some friends. we got a a box set up. We're going to sit down and watch tonight's games and uh, have a few drinks.
1: There you go, and and, 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 yep. and and D and D was you're at the um, the EDC festival, no. running up running up ace of spades, uh, bubbly for about a hundred and fifty k tab,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I tell you
2: what, I'm around, I'm around fifty now. I stopped going to those clubs about four or five years ago. I can't even uh, fathom at this age. Uh, doing stuff like that, hanging out at EDC, going to clubs. I mean, I still like to party and stuff like that. But the the club scene in Vegas is completely ridiculous. When you think about the drink prices and the mobs of people just smashed into these small spaces, uh, yeah, too old for that stuff now.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) I've been been known to kind of just slip in every now and then, you know, from time Uh to time. But, you know, when in Rome, uh, you know, do, do your thing.
2: Yeah, Jimmy, Uh, uh, let's not mislead the uh, listeners here. The last time you were in Vegas, you were in bed at 7 o'clock at night, okay?
1: Okay, let's go. Let's be honest. Your your, your thoughts on the the PGA. And um, what what, what about uh, the decision to go with driver on problem or not with with, um, Pereira? Pereira, you know.
2: Well, the thing about the Amito Pereira drive on the hole number 72 was that I, I kind of like that you just stick with what's been working because he had such a smooth swing. He was finding fairways. And, um, you know, if you change up and go conservative and it doesn't work, uh, you're going to get second-guessed no matter what happens. If, it, if your drive doesn't find the fairway and you, you don't par the hole, you're going to be second-guessed. Right. And, <clears throat> you know, as a golfer, as somebody who's – Screwed up the final hole of the tournament. I've done that before, uh, where I was leading a tournament going to the final hole, and I hit my drive out of bounds because I was looking down the fairway, thinking, "Okay, just don't hit it out of bounds." And I hit it out of bounds. You know, so I, it's easy to play um, mind games with yourself and play tricks on your mind. And I think he said he wasn't thinking about the water, but in the back of his mind, he probably was. And I don't know what happened on that swing. That was by far the worst swing he took the entire tournament. looked like he got struck by lightning in his backswing. I mean, it was so bizarre. Uh, but anyway, that aside, <clears throat> I think the uh, the PGA was a great event for golf. I know a lot of people who are just casual golf fans who were, who were caught up in it. Couldn't believe the Justin Thomas comeback. He had less than a 2% chance to win going into Sunday. And I bet him on Friday night at plus plus three seventy. And going into Sunday, I didn't even consider him as an option uh, to possibly win the tournament. And then he makes a big rally from eight strokes back. And then the two guys I would have benefited the most from, Will Zalatoris and Cameron Young, obviously tied for the lead. Can't get there. Once again, we lose in the playoff with Willie Z. But it was not a terrible result. I I think all in all, it was a a pretty good tournament. Wes Reynolds had Justin Thomas at 17-1, to so props to him uh, for cashing on that pre-tournament bet. I'm not going to do a whole lot this week with the uh, Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth. <clears throat> I do think Sam Burns, again, profiles well, like he did a couple weeks ago. He didn't play so well a couple weeks ago in Texas. He tied for 20th in the PGA, quietly played really well uh, last weekend. I'm going to stick with uh, Burns at 30-1. to I-, I did play Willie Z at 23-1 to this week. The one thing is typically I've never played a guy who lost in a playoff. Yeah. Or a guy who just won a major the next week, there's going to be a hangover. When you look at this course, the two statistical areas that um, probably mean the most are strokes gained approach and strokes gained T to green. Zalatoris ranks number one on tour in both categories. So I don't want to be on the sideline if that kid wins this week. So I bet him at 23 to 1. Abraham Answer at 42 to 1. Answer top 15 the last two years on this course. He was top 10 at the PGA, really played well. Gary Woodland, the top 15 the last two years on this course as well. Uh, He played okay last week, and uh, he fits for him. I I did play one long shot, Lucas Herbert at 125-1, to who's a guy who's really good on the European tour and was uh, quietly playing some really good golf in the PGA last week. So I was trying to find a guy at triple-digit odds to maybe hit, so... Uh, That's how I played in golf, just kind of uh, more entertainment bets, nothing too serious uh, this week. I I really think that PGA was one of the strangest majors I've ever seen. Scotty Scheffler was a favorite. He said uh, that course, Southern Hills, is his favorite course in the world. He's the hottest player on the planet, and he misses a cut. And you look at the leaderboard going into Sunday, you had only one guy who had ever won a major, and more than half the guys on that leaderboard had never won a PGA Tour event. I mean, how crazy and how tough was it to handicap that major? And then in the end, JT, from eight strokes back, uh, rallies to win.
1: I took JT um, Friday night uh, as well, uh-huh. and uh, I only got uh, plus three dollars. I was down on the coast in Mississippi, and you can't do mobile, so I'd, I just had. it. And I was going down Sunday with all my tickets, and you know, and I'm bouncing around different places, shopping lines, and stuff like that, and got horses going and hockey, and you know, I mean, got everything. And I, I just left that ticket up. The, I left that ticket in the room because that, it's dead, and so I mean, yeah. and then all of a sudden he came out of it. Um, um, you know, I hedge and over hedge at times, and the only time I could was at plus 110 entering the playoff at Zalatoris. I was having a great day, and I just wanted to continue to profit uh, something, at least pay for the tickets, because I had a lot on Cameron Smith. I hey, had Cameron Smith plus 175. Your boy Lucas Herbert killed my top Aussie pick at plus 175. But a lot of people talking about hedging and golfing early. To me, you can't do it, and it reminds no. me of we got to pick five at Delmar, and we got four horses in, but they got four races in, and they got a nine-horse race. You can't do it. You're going to bet every horse. I mean, right. you'll break even if You're you hit right. it. I mean, so it's just something that you really can't do like, unless you get to, to where where it was in a in a a playoff type of situation, where it's just two guys.
2: Yeah, if, if, you know. I don't hedge in golf very often. In fact, I don't even like hedging in sports betting unless I can win both bets. Uh, let's, let's put it this way the the Super Bowl so was middle. one of those cases. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, sometimes you're hedging a little bit, but you're also shooting for a middle. That, that, those are the situations I like the most. Uh, I kind of like the Super Bowl where I, I really like the Bengals getting points, but I said, you know what? I feel like the Rams are going to win the games. So play the Rams on the money line right. and you win both bets. Or how about the North Carolina? A Kansas National Championship game. You know, things yep. like that where you got a Kansas future, but you can take North Carolina plus four and a half or whatever. I think those are my favorite spots where you can hedge and middle. Uh, as far as golf, it's just so difficult. Unless you're coming down the stretch or coming into a Sunday and you got two guys of the three, and you know one of those three guys is going to win, it's very difficult to hedge in golf. So, uh, you know, if you get to a playoff and you have one of the two guys, of course you could do it that way. But there's not. I don't think a lot of time. Hey, man, this is gambling. And if you have a long shot and you're in position to win a golf tournament, you shouldn't be thinking about hedging anyway. Really, um, that, that's that's why you made the bet of fifty to one. You wanted to cash a big ticket. Uh, so unless it really sets up and makes sense, if it's a smart play, do it. If not, don't just hedge to hedge.
1: Well, we a lot of people often uh, misuse the term hedge for middle. Up, you know, uh-huh. and, and so and I mean that's why. That's why I had to, you know, Mike, I mean, I hit like seven or eight hedges for a conference tournament week with drinking Ace of Spades with Matt at Stadium Swim and I had to cash out. I mean, I had enough and to go to bed. So, I mean, but I mean sometimes that's considered being a little greedy, though, and are trying to, you know, get that middle. And I like that because you have teams playing their last game. They're eliminated. if So there's no quit in the team that's losing. So that's a little angle uh, that I like there as well. Um, let me throw you another one out there. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry has not won a Finals MVP and um, if Golden State wins um, how are they not going to give it to him um, it reminds me of the Peyton Manning uh, the buildup for the Super Bowl against the Bears he had a very ordinary game but he was he they yeah. went they win it they're going to get it and instead of laying the points or laying juice on a money line I basically got even money at Peyton Manning to win the MVP and that was my mm-hmm. big bet for the super bowl i see a similar opportunity here one shop has steph curry to be the finals mvp at plus 125 right now they're minus 50 or 55 to win it as a team
2: uh, you know i think that makes some sense i kind of like the celtics in a series against the warriors but who knows if celtics are even going to get past the heat at this point by the way i did hear uh, rumor from a good source today that Miami Heat might have some COVID issues, so keep that in mind going into uh, Game Five uh, tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think Curry's got to be the MVP. We're talking about the Western Conference Finals right now, and Andrew Wiggins has been so good. And there's maybe a, a push to get Andrew Wiggins MVP of the Western Conference Finals, a new, by the way, a new award that the NBA created right. this year for the playoffs. Uh, I think it's going to it's going to have to be Curry. If the Warriors win the NBA Finals, just like Peyton Manning got that career achievement award as Super Bowl MVP, uh, but I think Curry's going to be more productive than Manning was, you know, relatively in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I don't disagree with that logic at all. I'll throw a couple other futures type of bets at you here before we okay. uh, take off. I think Pete Alonso of the Mets to win NL MVP at about fifteen to one is uh, probably worth a play, considering the Mets are in first place. He's a New York guy and he's putting up pretty big numbers and I don't see anybody running away with it. Right now it's Manny Machado, uh, but I think at 15-1 to 1, there's some value on Polar Bear Pete of the Mets. And also college football win totals are going up now. And I looked at uh, DraftKings, and uh, there's some other books putting up games of the year numbers. Alabama is a at least a two-touchdown favorite, and it's seven biggest games of the year, not to mention the 37-point favorite against Utah State in the opener. 14 against Texas, 16 against Arkansas, 16 and a half against A&M, 13 against Tennessee, 14 and a half against LSU, 13 and a half against Mississippi, 23 and a half against Auburn. Now, five of those seven games are on the road, but I think Will Anderson, the outside linebacker, is the best player in college football. Bryce Young's best quarterback. They got insane depth. They got the transfer running back from Georgia Tech. I don't see how this Alabama team loses fewer than a, or wins fewer than 11 games. It's probably going to be twelve and zero. If you look at the schedule, don't have to play Georgia, don't have to play Kentucky, don't have to play Florida. Uh, Alabama's schedule is not that difficult. Now those five road games not easy. It's possible the Tide could drop a game like they did last season at Texas A and M. But Caesars in uh, Colorado put up Alabama eleven over minus one forty. If you can find that wherever you are, uh, Louisiana or wherever you happen to be down there where there's book around, that's a free bet in my mind. Because Alabama is going to win either 11 or 12 games. And uh, if the number is 11 and you pay the over 140 price, I look at that as a free bet.
1: Well, um, you you got to look at the road games because mm-hmm. the, only times they, the only time they lose at home is if you got guys like Cam Newton, Johnny Manziel, or Joe Burrow. And the right. only other time was just a fluke that Ole Miss thing, where they were tipping balls and fumbling you know, multiple <laughs> kickoffs, and uh-huh. you know it was just it was just a fluke. And they ain't any of those guys uh, in the league right now. So you look at the road games, and Arkansas better, but they can't compete. Tennessee's getting better, but they can't compete. LSU's totally rebuilding. Can't remember the last mm-hmm. time, minus the COVID years, that uh, you had a seven uh, win total for LSU. Um, the Iron Bowl is not at Auburn. They're, they're, they're never. You know they're always competitive at Auburn, not in at uh, Bryant Denny, and uh, so no, no Texas ain't ready. You know, I mean they, I mean Snell said it's they're going to be heavily favorites. They got an experienced quarterback. The only thing that may jeopardize that a little bit if Bryce Young goes down. You know, you get an yep. injury. You know, that would be that would be the only fly in the ointment. And I just don't know how little Nicky's gonna manage with all this disadvantages he has in recruiting in Tuscaloosa. So the little engine that could maybe <laughs> maybe maybe he'll manage, boy. He is a he is a peach, boy.
2: <laughs> he is something. Is he the crankiest dude you've ever seen oh, or uh,
1: Matt, you remember you remember uh, when they beat Texas for the national title? They poured the gain yeah. rate on him? I mean, he he, he, he he got he was so mad. Like, dude, can you exhale for a minute? I mean, come on. No, you won't see you won't see Matt Humans or, or uh, Little Nicky at the EDC festival in uh, in. Uh, no, Vegas. but you might
2: see Jimmy out there because he likes to hit the clubs every once in a while uh, yeah. when he can stay up past seven. Hey, you know, um, I will say what you mentioned about Bryce Young and the injury. That's true with basically any football futures bet you make. And uh, yes. I always say that you can't go crazy on any futures bet. You can make big bets, but you don't have to make huge bets because uh, anytime anytime you, you bet a future and you're betting on something positive to happen, you have to think, what's the worst-case scenario? Well, it could be Bryce Young going down with a knee injury or a quarterback injury or a point guard injury if you're playing you know, a basketball future, things like that. that those things are always possible. But I, I would even think if Bryce Young went down, Alabama's probably still good enough to win 11 games. Uh, it just depends at what point of the season he went down. But I agree. Uh, I, I, mean, they I gotta, think that yeah. win total should be set at eleven and a half, and not eleven. And that's why I think if you can find eleven, bet that over.
1: And, and they're loaded, and they had a light mm-hmm. year in the draft this year. So I mean, they didn't get, have their the typical gutting of, of their roster. So if they uh,
3: if they didn't miss on too many linemen. Even with without Bryce Young or with Bryce Young, it really won't matter. Yeah, I mean you I mean get, when Tua you, went got, down you got a
1: guy like Mac Jones waiting behind. That's him, what I was going to say. Know? When Tua went so. down, Mac Jones was your backup. But but it's still a backup quarterback, you know, Mac Jones lost at all Yeah, he, you know what I mean? So but yeah. I don't know if they have a you know, if Arkansas, Tennessee, L S U, Texas are those teams. Uh, this year. Oh Miss is gonna be their toughest game. Yeah. Ole Miss is gonna be their toughest, Miss, game. Yeah. Be right their toughest game because because Kiffin, Kiffin knows learned, he, how to, he knows how to troll at the son of a No, guy. but he
3: learned from last year. He he was he made his mistakes last year. He learned from that. <laughs>
1: right, get your Matt. popcorn ready. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Thank you, buddy. We'll talk <laughs> to you soon.
2: Okay, see you.
1: You bet. All right, we'll take a time out. Game time presented by Bet Rivers, brought to you by our friends at the Bocage Barbershop. You're looking for a barbershop in the middle of the town? We got one. It's in Bocage Village. You may not see it from Jefferson or O'Hammond because it's in the courtyard area, and it's been there since 1959. That's right, since 1959. Johnny Luther, continuing with his dad, started. They're open Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And they love walk-ins. Walk-ins are more than welcome, but if you just have a tight window and you want to make sure that you maximize your time, uh, call for a reservation at 926-3903. Make make an appointment, 926-3903. Hey, love having all the listeners that come on in. Uh, Johnny's told me that a bunch of you have uh, checked him out at the Bocage Barbershop. Bocage Barbershop in the courtyard area on the second floor of the Bocage Village Shopping Center at Old Hammond in Jefferson. Game time presented by Bet Rivers. Dallas Cowboys win total. We'll break it down after this from Mike Anderson to 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge.